wind power is increasingly becoming popular, not simply because it is green, but it has a lot of fans. Oh my gosh, what? Another episode that starts with a pun, could it be? Is there one more? I couldn't let it sit at nine. And if we're talking truth, I actually do have one other sales job to talk about that I can't believe I almost left out. So call it a bonus episode, call it number 10. We're doing retail one more time. Before I get into it, thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Remy Trails podcast. I can't even begin to tell you how much it means to me that you come here, you click the link, you click play, and that you just listen to me ramble on for a little while about whatever it is that I think is important enough to talk about. You know... Your support in Just Pressing Play means the world to me. If you did want to support the show in another way, patreon.com forward slash Remy Trails. Choose the tier that's right for you based on the rewards that you see there, and you're going to get some really dope stuff. Early release episodes, you're also going to get ad-free episodes, and you could even get a shout-out like Eddie and L. Adam and Hokius get every single week. Thank you so much for being my patrons. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. Now, let's talk a little bit about the deregulation of electricity in the United States of America. You may or may not be aware of the fact that uh, the federal government came in and said that we can't have monopolies on electricity. And so in my local area, there's a particular company and they used to handle the generation supply and distribution for electricity in the area. And so what that means is that they had a complete monopoly over it. They could charge whatever they wanted to. And unless you were going to install solar panels or a wind turbine or, you know, some other way of taking yourself completely off the grid, you were beholden to this particular company. Monopolies are bad, and so they got broken up. And the local company was told that they could take one of the three pieces, generation supply distribution, and they said, well, we already have the poles and the wires and the trucks and the infrastructure. We're going to keep distribution. And then tons of companies sprung up to be able to offer supply and generation at uh, competitive rates for the end consumer including multi-level marketing companies. And that's why I almost didn't do this one. This this was a multi-level marketing company, but I got to tell you, I was actually starting to gain some traction with it. I do want to point out that in the Netherlands, they've buried all of their electrical lines. Buried them. No power poles. No exposed transformers. No blackouts because of bad storms because everything's underground. Definitely something that could and should be done. Boy, think about it. At the time of me posting this episode with the economy and the state that it's in, wouldn't it be fantastic if this became a national initiative? Think of the jobs that it would create, even if they're short term. And the economic boom that would happen in each individual area as this work was being done. And so... I decided to join a multi-level marketing company because I was sold the dream. 
But there's a few very important things that I want you all to know specifically about how you're handling your own electricity. And uh, I would love to be able to talk about this in more depth with you if you're interested. Of course, always hit me up, social media. Everything's posted in the show notes. Anywho, so joined to this company and I started to gain some pretty strong traction with it. And there was a lot of uh, reason to believe and evidence that you know I could become extremely financially fit just simply by doing this. And so I would start with what they call my warm circle. And those are friends and family and people who I know and love and who trust me. And I'd pick up the phone and I'd say, hey, listen, you're already paying your electric bill and you're paying it every single month. I'm not offering to sell you anything. I'm offering to take care of this for you in the sense that these are the things that are happening. And then I would explain deregulation and I would say, you know, You've got two two options. You've got your variable rate and you have your fixed rate. And we, the company that I uh, that I allied with um, paid a premium to be able to actually join the business with was uh, they had a commitment to always stay under what we called the incumbents price. So it's that local company that I was telling you about before. We would always be below them at least by two cents. So when their variable rate would go up, because it's a good business practice, their variable rate would go up. And or I should say when theirs would go up, ours would go up. But it was always at least two cents under. And it was my job with this select group of customers that I would have numbering right around 15 that when I found when I would get those alerts that I would offer to be able to switch them into the fixed rate just in case the variable rate went above the fixed rate, which is, of course, higher then they'd be locked in there for a year. So variable and fixed, just in case you're not aware, variable rate means it can fluctuate. Fixed means that for a set period of time, you will be charged that nothing more, nothing less. The advantage to variable is the price goes up, but it also goes down. The advantage to fixed is the price doesn't change, so it doesn't go up. There were tremendous numbers of perks that extended way outside us just saving you a couple of bucks a month on an already most likely cheap electric bill. Just for being a customer, this company handed things out like crazy. You would get a, like a three-day, two-night cruise just for signing up as a customer for free. That was it. But the really big draw and the thing that I really loved about it is if you could get, I think it was 10 or 15 other people to sign up under this company as their generator and supplier um, and use your code when you did it, you would get free electricity for life. What? How the hell does that work? Well, they would take the average kilowatt usage over the course of those 10 to 15 customers and apply that as a credit to your bill. Oftentimes, that was leaving people with bills of zero dollars, possibly even less. And it's real. I saw it. I saw the bills. And I almost had it set up for myself as well. Now, I don't want to I don't want to be a Debbie Downer in this episode, so I'm not going to go into the, he- the heavy, dark, nitty gritty details of why I ended up needing to step away. The best way for me to be able to describe why I stopped my relationship with this company and I am not presently an unbelievably successful multi-level marketing guru selling you something is because um, my children's mother became gravely ill 
during her pregnancy with our second child, which was around the time that I began to build this business and, and see some traction from it. And so my family required me to be able to step away and focus on them. And it took away my ability to build that business. And then I just never went back to it because once that momentum was lost, I would, there was a lot of moving parts and things happening at that time. So it didn't make a whole lot of sense for me to go back. But the deregulation of electricity is a tremendously valuable thing for us as consumers, as long as we're paying attention. And it is a pain in the ass to have to pay attention uh, to yet another thing. We've got enough things going on in our life. It also unfortunately opened up the door for some predatory practices. There are people going door to door, which in many places is illegal, and they are offering to sell you a dream of extremely cheap electricity. I'm not sure if you've noticed, but there's a pandemic going on right now. And people are going to take advantage of that. Uh, I'm going to put a link in the show notes for anybody who lives in the same state that I do in Pennsylvania here to where you can go in and you can shop for your own supplier. There's actually going to be a lot of places that are charging penalties to people who are not switching. So it's important that you get in there and you take control of that situation. Many of these companies will also offer you really spectacular rewards for joining them um, because they want your business. Plain and simple. And the one that I went through at this point isn't always the best, which was a lesson for me to learn. But save yourself some money, especially now, but especially always, because especially you. Working for that company was um, with that company as a, an independent business owner, I suppose, was really a spectacular and uplifting experience. And the people who I met were really spectacular. And I just, I can't say enough good things about that. And I love the idea that companies are competing for us to have a lower rate uh, for, our, for our energy bills. And it's not just electricity. Um, as one final note, it's moved into gas as well, uh, especially with the natural gas boom and, and, and the drilling that's been going on. And our opinions about fracking aside, the end result, one of the end results is that cheaper prices in gas. Gas has been deregulated. So that company, the only company, you know, that has the infrastructure set up, they're not your supply and generator anymore. You have the ability to go in and shop for them. And now is the time to do it. And I sincerely mean this. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. I'll do my best to be able to answer them from a position of knowledge that existed seven years ago, but continues and persists to today to be completely relevant. This is a part of capitalism that's actually not a bad thing because it works for us. And that's a really fucked up opinion for me to share and to have, but that's where I stand on it at this point. The deregulation of electricity was one of the largest transfers of wealth in the United States history, and most people weren't even aware it happened, which is really fascinating to me. But it was a blast, and I had a lot of hope for that, and has, like I said, had, had uh, circumstances been different, I truly and honestly think that I would be in a very different place today where that was concerned. Spirit had other plans for me. Maybe I wouldn't be doing this podcast and maybe I wouldn't be talking to you right now, which would be the worst thing ever. Because guess what? I love you. And I can't wait to see you next time. <laughs>